period in history that involves monumental change has always begun with one person taking a stand. When government is tyrannical, the people of God have a duty to not follow and not comply. And I just need to know who is willing to stand. It has to be who you are. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Journal, Daily Journal. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Show. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. JC, take this for a second. I got to go get a drink of water. Sorry, guys. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for being with us. JC and his monologue there while I went and got a glass of water. <laughs> Thank you for everybody coming into our chat room today. Very, very happy to see you with us. Um, we are not on YouTube today. We are not on YouTube today because of the show that we had on Monday, apparently. YouTube did not like Monday's show. And they... Um, gave us a strike for community what, what violating community standards medical misinformation medical misinformation did they tell us exactly my hair is crazy today did they tell us exactly what my misinformation was because i'm very careful about not giving misinformation i am very careful about giving the law uh as a matter of fact i think the only thing i really talked about on monday was the legal analysis by Liberty Council, who are also uh, lawyers, bound by greater ethics standards than what, uh, what is it, um, uh, YouTube would have. Did you appeal? No. No? So medical misinformation, if you click, click here, mm -hmm. then it takes you to their misinformation policy now one thing that's interesting they say basically anything that contradicts with what the who says so anything that contradicts with the who well that's yeah and that's what's fascinating because as we've mentioned before we there there have been times where uh the uh the CDC information has contradicted uh, with WHO information. Right. And I mean, of course, oftentimes CDC spokesperson, so Fauci and whoever else might be speaking, Their has, team contradicted, of doctor yeah, experts. has contradicted what you find on their site. And also Fauci himself and various CDC members have uh have contradicted the WHO. And I see, in fact, I see, you can go on YouTube right now and find clips, you know, on CNN, NBC, whatever, of Fauci speaking and saying things that contradict the WHO. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm probably, I, I feel confident in saying neither CNN or NBC or MSNBC or any of those folks have received strikes for medical misinformation. Right. Now you, right. we, we know what you, what you shared, what we shared, the very little we shared, um, was absolute fact, absolute, absolute fact, verifiable fact. No, not even verifiable, verified, verified, verified fact. act. But we were not using 
information from the World Ooh. Health Organization. Yeah. We when we because you were talking about vaccine, particular vaccines, Pfizer in particular. Mm -hmm. And so that information came from the maker right. of that vaccine, Pfizer. Yes. So Yes, uh, I was actually we have a quoting so, so Pfizer. But let's so let's connect the dots. Um YouTube has given us a strike for medical information. Misinformation. Medical misinformation. The source of the information we shared was from Pfizer as mm -hmm. well as uh, the CDC, FDA. FDA, yes. So yes. therefore, the conclusion we draw from that is that Pfizer and the FDA are disseminating misinformation because nothing we shared came from us. Right, right. Those are the sources of the information we shared. Uh, so, you know, the, here, as I said, that's this is their... You can look at their policies, the misinformation policies on YouTube, uh, you know, to explain to you, was this helpful? Yes or no? I said no. You click no, and then you can you can submit a little comment about that. I said, no, it's not helpful um, because this is in fact. So. I take from this that this is actually not their policy. Because they're saying this is the basis when you read through it as they explain what it is. Mm -hmm. um, we did none of those things that they right. say. Okay. Right. So therefore the conclusion is this is in fact, not their uh, COVID mis medical misinformation policy. Right. It's apparently unpublished. Right. Because none of those things, as we look through there pertain to anything contained in our show on Monday. So, it's another indication that YouTube uh, and th those that run YouTube are liars because even when you go to their documented information that they say you violate, and then they, they say you can appeal, you can't appeal because again, you're, you're just guilty and that's that. So you're having to prove to them. So I, so I could, I could walk through that entire misinformation list. I could take a transcript of our show and absolutely proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that nothing contained in that show um, applied to that. Uh, and it doesn't matter. Yes. So there is no appeal. So when they say appeal, that's nonsense. There's no such thing as, as so appeal. So here's the thing, Jason. So it doesn't matter where you get your information. I from. know why they came after us on this. I just figured this out. Let me share this with you. So we didn't, I don't know if I talked about this or not. I've talked about this to other people. So I don't know if we talked about it on the show or not, but check this out. This is WXYZ TV Detroit. Okay. And WXYV XYZ TV channel seven in Detroit. Is that for real? No, no, it is. It is a real for real station. Yeah. It is actually a for real station, uh, in Detroit. And so who, who else's mind does that immediately? <laughs> and you hear you hear WXYZ. I immediately question that. Yeah. I'm concerned that not many people react that way. Yeah. Yeah. If I hear WXYZ. It's an ABC going, seven on. station. Yeah. All right. So here is their Facebook post, right? So after this is their Facebook post. After the vaccines were available to everyone, did you lose an unvaccinated loved one to COVID-19? Mm -hmm. If you're willing to share your family story, please DM us your contact information. We may reach out for a story we're working on. Well, look at this, JC. The whole post is absolutely overrun by people who are telling people that they die. They had lost people from that were vaccinated, that people who died from vaccines. Mm -hmm. We're talking, look, 20,000, right? You've got 40,000 responses. You've got 187,000 comments. And mine's up here on the top because we're using my Facebook page. But you go down and you follow this. Uh, all of these testimonies are about people who got sick after they were vaccinated, who got who died after they got vaccinated, who had vaccinated serious vaccination injuries. And... <laughs> These are the kind of comments you see, you know, sputtered along the way. So the comment section isn't going the way you planned, right? Because they wanted all of these 
that so you have all these testimonies from people who lost vaccinated people right so somebody tagged me in the post uh said you need to go get information from chris ann and so i posted the episode here mm. uh, right there you have 4.3 thousand people who liked this and uh or and or shared and watched our video from this and then all of a sudden it was removed mm. so it got a lot of traffic all the sec all of the sudden uh 4.5 people all of a sudden from this abc facebook page now the irony is well i guess it's not irony um maybe it's just that they're lazy it was youtube that knocked us out the same episode is on facebook and facebook didn't kill it nate welcome to facebook bro welcome to facebook nate i had to do a <laughs> double take like who's that i didn't even know nathan yeah. nate had a last name i thought nate's last name was roll tide <laughs> anyway so there you have it jc i actually am probably yeah, so the why. the reason I, why just, it happened i'm shocked that the youtube minions don't get up and walk across the street to facebook and have you you know have them take you that's take what i out. mean that's what i mean yeah yeah so i went in uh and tried to post that we had actually um because this is the only post that i made right just this i'm a constitutional lawyer please watch and learn your right to refuse and then i also did the post the the show that i did by myself the day where i talked about how to legally maneuver through the hospitals mm -hmm. if somebody has to go to the hospital i even get a link to kate daly's rumble where she talked about the whole you know program to kill people through ventilators and stuff like that and so those are the only two posts that I made. But when I went in and tried to, I wonder if it's going to let me now. Let me try this. When I went in and tried to tell everybody that my Rumble page has the post. So I want to, let's see, videos, channels, Chris Ann Hall. It told me, I'm going to try to do this on the air right now. So we can see if it happens again. Let's see. Uh, that was this show. Mm. Um, right here. How do you share on these things? Oh, there it is. Okay. Share, copy. All right. Now let's go back here and we'll look at see what happens. So this came up and it came across my feed. I started my, my Facebook started blowing up with comments. All these people saying, your show has been removed your show has been removed and so then i tried to reply right and i oh i can't i have been blocked wxyz tv has blocked me yeah i see all of your where your name is is yeah they have blocked me. No, that's yeah, okay. just the hyperlink to me. But watch when I try to hit reply. There is no it. way for mm -hmm. me to reply. So I had previously tried to respond. And every time I was doing it, maybe it's different on your mobile phone. But every time I tried to do it on my mobile phone, it kept saying uh, the WXYZ Facebook page kept saying your post is violating our community standards. Mm -hmm. And so they have they have blocked it. Now, this is what happens when you uh, try to go there um, and to YouTube. Obviously, the video has been removed, violating YouTube's covid um, standards or whatever medical misinformation. medical misinformation. Here's the other one. Now, this is the other one. This is the other one that's really important that has not been pulled down. Uh, this is episode 1382. Now, remember, everything that you've got, you can get on Rumble, you can get on Twitch, you can get on DLive. So we're not just on YouTube. This is just a platform that we use. Mm -hmm. This show. It's actually the smallest. has the smallest. Yeah, reach. actually has the Most smallest reach. Most of our people reach. are elsewhere. 
But you see, this one now has over 6,000 views. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is this show, episode six, uh, 1382, How to Protect Your Rights Today, is might be if you have a family member who is uh, who's about to go in the hospital for anything. And I don't, I don't mean anything at all these days, right? It doesn't even matter anymore. But if you have a family member or you yourself are about to go in the hospital, then I want to encourage you to watch episode 1382, How to Protect Your Rights Today. Because I teach you on that show, following the law, how to how to make sure that the hospital gives you the treatment that you want and not the treatment they want to give you because that is actually your right. And so many people, you know, JC, we talk about the bill of rights all the time. We talk about the constitution all the time and we educate people. This is a teach show, not a talk show. And we educate people all the time, trying to, to educate people on their rights so that they can stand up and defend their rights. Right? Well, you have rights in a hospital. And um, so many people do not understand that they actually have rights in a hospital. You have the right to be the master of your treatment. And by the way, may I suggest to you that if you are an older or ailing person, if you are a person who has chronic illness, will you please do this favor for me? Will you please go out today and get the paperwork to create a medical proxy for yourself? Someone who can be the master of your medical treatment if something should happen to you. Because if you are unconscious, not every state automatically allows a family member to be a medical proxy. And then what happens is, Jason, I don't know if you believe this, you ultimately become a ward of the hospital where they dictate to you what kind of treatment you have and your family yeah. members have Nobody, no say at all. Nobody is there to fight for you. Nobody yeah. is there to fight for you. We've, so get a power of attorney. We've, we've seen that now. Yes. I mean, personally, personally, people that we know and people have reached out, people who tried to help that have been in that situation where, you know, they go under the murder, the murder protocols and nobody's there to help them. Right. Right. And if you're not familiar with. Don't the, go there in the first place. Yeah. But if you end up there. Right. If you are not familiar with what JC just called the murder protocols, then you need to go to Rumble to our friend Kate Daly's page. And since we're not on YouTube anymore, we're not going to kicked off in this time, but I'll just go ahead and share it with you. This is our friend, Kate Daly, uh, who, by the way, JC, did you know is filling in for Alex Jones this week? Yep. I am going to be on Alex Jones this Thursday. Yes, just on the brink. Go listen to that, that show. You have to watch this show. Look at this. Almost 2 million views on this show for Kate Daly. She gives her firsthand ICU experience of how her husband was in ICU for COVID and how she stopped them from killing her husband mm -hmm. with their protocol. There actually is the a murder protocol. Yes. Here's the link for you right there. And we can put it in the show notes again. So once again, we're on Facebook, D live, Twitch, rumble. <laughs> uh, those are, those are some of the places you can you can find this. Yeah. Facebook would be the next domino. Yeah. Yeah. But, no uh, doubt. No so, doubt. So allegedly you have 14 days. You'll be back on YouTube in 14 days. Whatever. Unless they go back through our history of our show and find yeah. one more yeah, one, that they yeah, hate. One more strike. It looks like it rolls over after December 31st. I couldn't quite make that out. I can't imagine us behaving ourselves until December 31st. I just don't know yes. if that, not Very by good. their arbitrage. I mean, Thank you, Jess. how do you even know? How do you even know if someone is mad at you? 
if, if YouTube is mad at you, how do you even know based on the fact that they have posted their standards and they don't even follow their standards? Mm -hmm. How, how do you know if you're going to tick them off? I mean, the fact that it's called, we've got a picture of the constitution behind us, an American flag behind us. The fact that we're Chris Ann Hall brand could be enough. Absolutely. That could be enough for them to ditch us. Well, you, you were again, and I guess maybe it goes back to the WHO thing, which I don't, I don't fully comprehend the the choice why why they choose that. But uh, you you were kicked off of um, you were permanently banned from Twitter. Twitter for sharing a screenshot of the CDC's. I made the webpage. first cut. I was CDC banned. Webpage. I was banned from Twitter an entire year before Donald Trump. For CDC a screenshot, a screenshot. I mean, so, so you're right. The, again, it's arbitrary. The, the so-called standards are a lie. It, it, it's just not true. It's just They're going to accuse me of drinking it's just, moonshine it's just again. Targeting Justin. and uh, arbitrary. You know, I mean, basically anything that's true. Right. Anything that's true about COVID. Anything that's true about election. I I thought they could have uh, could have dinged us about sharing the KTLA story about the incidence of uh, voter irregularities that people were experiencing right. Right. in uh, in the Los Angeles area. Because um, <laughs> that's already, I mean, you know, any of that's, oh, they're pulling the Trump, they're, they're playing the Trump scenario. No, these were voters who reported irregularities in their, in, in their voting experience at the polls. Like, so you can't even just simply report what is happening. Right. This is, it's just news. Right. So uh, I, I don't even know what are what are they asserting? Are mm -hmm. you asserting that the voters and the poll workers and KTLA just fabricated that whole thing? So even just simply reporting on the news. So the fact that these it, it, which is really crazy. So the, the very thing that people find problematic. Right. The fact that it's when it happens now is somehow Trump conspiracy. So I, I mean, I don't even get it. Is Trump, Trump is now causing uh, voting irregularities so that he can claim that there are voting irregularities. I, I, you know, how do you keep up with the nonsense that so, they spin? Since you're my IT guy, sort of JC, I have been getting bombarded with questions today. Uh, I'm just going to put you on the spot on the air and ask you, um, can we add gab to this system that we have? I have no idea. Because people are it. like, you need to be on gab. And then there's other, you I know, I mean, gab people was always a just, Twitter like thing. Can yeah. you stream on gab? I don't know. Sure? I, I don't know. People's like, post your videos on gab. We've, we've been on gab. Um, <sighs> Gab's a pain I in the butt. I got on gab two years ago, something like that. And it was you know, practically useless. Mm -hmm. uh, got on it again recently i think during the midst of the big purge mm -hmm. you know i don't know six or eight months ago uh, i was a little better still still a bit cumbersome but uh yeah okay gab i mean i'll look into it there was nobody there was like nothing there was no activity there was nothing going on so yeah. we actually you know because we were posting stuff there in addition to Facebook and oh, Telegram's else. the other one people are always talking about too. Telegram. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I mean, whatever. Yeah. So I have a PSA. I'll let you do that. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm I'm not whatever. It's sunny to do. If it's reasonable, maybe we can set so, up something and sunny can do anyway, that. Anyway, so there you go. Here you go. If we'll look into it. If you again, if you live in California, and, and even Telegram, if you don't live in California and you're angry about what happened in California with the, uh, I mean, this is a general news reporting fraudulent voting uh, occurrences. Uh, good. You're, you're righteously justified that. But let me ask, let me just say this as well. Uh, for anybody out there who, who thinks that that. You're on Rumble. Yeah, we are on Rumble. Anybody who thinks that that election ran by the book, by the numbers, or was legitimate in any way, um, I think you're probably working in the realm of deceived. But 
There's also another realm I've been seeing out there, JC, of people shocked, shocked by what they saw. If you are shocked by what you saw, you, you're not paying attention. So I want to just shout out some encouragement to our California people out there. I don't want you to be discouraged because if you're discouraged, I'm afraid maybe your hope is in the wrong place. And if you're ready to quit because of this, I, I want to tell you don't quit because that's exactly what Newsom and his group want. They want you to quit. They want you to go away. They want you to stop fighting. Don't stop fighting. It's worth fighting for. So get out and vote in even larger numbers because I'm going to tell you, voter fraud is harder and harder and harder to do. The more people, the more eyes, the more movement and activity that you have in there. I mean, you had the mainstream media news having people just walk out and saying, you know, randomly doing their little poll interviews. So I know it's discouraging and I know that you, that it's defeating and you think that you can't win, but if you don't stay involved, then we've already lost. So I want everybody to keep showing up and keep shining the light on all of this because it's absolutely worth fighting for. And there are a lot of people I fighting. At it. I, I like to dig into the numbers before I. Yeah. Well, I saw enough of the uh, with with the people coming out in the television. Plus, I have I have a good network over in California of firsthand people who showed up and found out that they had already voted. So I not only saw our news pro the news that we were showing on Monday, but I also heard firsthand from people that I know who showed up. And that was just, you know, I mean, that's just one aspect of the voting. And there's lots of numbers out there about, you know, the mail-in stuff and all that. So uh, it's just the same old story. And anybody surprised that this would happen in the recall election for Newsom? I don't know. I wasn't surprised. Did you expect it? Expect what? Newsom to lose? No. Uh, questionable election activity. There's always questionable election activity. There always has been. Yeah, I'm well. Pre pretty sure since I expected it. I expected it in, in very large and blatant numbers. Yeah, I, I mean, I basically made my position clear. Of course, that episode's gone now from YouTube. But I, I, don't, I don't think people are going to have confidence in elections. Uh ever again and until unless and i don't expect this to happen unless uh you know you go back to just a, a box stuff with paper ballots and uh you know counting them in a transparent yeah. way so and and i don't expect that to happen so i really no. i really don't i, I i'm I mean, almost of the opinion that uh voting is most voting voting beyond the closest level i mean your very local level where you can get in and roll your sleeves up and be there and you know make a difference and it's small enough numbers beyond that i i don't think there's any voting confidence left there's any voting integrity well and left. that's why and, you and, have and, to and, show and, up for the local you've got to keep showing hold, up let's before before that's you know all sour grapes uh maga trump lunatics whatever this was the same story when Trump was elected initially. Mm -hmm. So the Democrats, this right. was the same same thing Democrats were saying. Right. Uh, so I I don't think there's general confidence um, in the election process in election integrity. I see state there. Obviously, there the state legislatures. Uh, in various states are trying to, you know, pass laws and deal with, with voter integrity. And then you see those, uh, you know, it's, it's almost, it's almost surreal. Uh, but you watch the people fighting against election integrity and just like everything else, it's, you know, it's framed as right. racist and, you know, and now Trump conspiracy, all this sort of thing. So these, these just, Things that ought to be very common sense election integrity measures 
it's clear they don't want that. So it seems obvious, I think, to any thinking person. This is not a partisan issue, but when you look at, you know, individuals uh, saying we don't want these measures about about very basic, very sort of basic common sense measures of election integrity, then it clearly indicates that they want to cheat or they want the opportunity for corrupt elections because who if you wanted if you wanted your vote to count you wanted everybody's vote to count and you know we did we think we can win straight up because we have the majority we have the better principles whatever uh better candidates you know okay fine so then none of these common sense election integrity measures should be a problem but the very fact that they are show you shows you uh that in my opinion they're nefarious nefarious intentions um well let me just say so this please because i i my fear is that what has the the result of this election and i don't think it's a fear anymore i think it's a reality because i've been reading the articles that come out since then and the statements of Inslee and the statements of k mala and the statements of all the people about this they are now going to be more brass, more boldened, more obnoxious, more demanding, more dictatorial than ever. And so it's going to be so important that that people stay involved. It's going to be even more important to get involved if you haven't been before at the county level, at your municipal level, because your county level and your municipal level, they have the authority to tell these state dictators, these federal dictators, no. And so I, I just, my statement was simply this, don't quit and don't be discouraged. This should have been expected and you should, we should have been moving forward with plan, you know, well, with, with keeping in, up. So in a different situation. no. I mean, right. You're in the exact same situation you were on September 13th. Except I think they're going to be like Emerald and bam, kick it up a notch. You know, I think they're really, I mean, no, they're like, I mean, look, you, this, this vindicates us. This verifies the people what, are with what, us. What I'm saying is there was no hope in at that level right. prior to the 14th. Right. Nothing right, right. changed in that sense. Right. You're, you're still in a position of where your state and local governments have to stand. So nothing has changed. Uh, the people had some hope just because of the nature of a recall election there and what was yeah. happening. Uh, but, you know, that, that didn't happen. So it really just stays the same. So that means continue to do what you've been doing, continue right. to fight how you've been fighting, because that that's still your only uh, your only option in that sense. And there are victories to be had. Um a federal judge has blocked New York from imposing vaccine mandates on medical workers. I mean, this is the, the height of, of discretion when it comes to vaccinations. You know, you can say uh, that you can make an argument, at least from some perspective, that if you are in the medical field, there are certain vaccinations. Now, I'm not agreeing with that. I'm just saying the argument can be made that you're in the medical fields dealing with sick people and dealing with vulnerable people, and these vaccinations uh, have to be mandated on medical workers. So if, no, if there is a field of employment that would be denied a a an exemption it would be easily the medical workers and this federal judge has temporarily blocked the state of new york from forcing medical workers to be vaccinated because they disallowed religious exemptions and so this is this is something that is going to be really important uh, for the people of New York and possibly the people all over. Uh, you have the judge gave him until September 22nd to respond to the lawsuit in federal court. And uh, if the state opposes for the preliminary court order, uh, a September 28th hearing will occur. So this, once again, just to explain to you 
how the medical or how the legal aspect of this works. This is not a full denial of the um, of the law of the mandate. This is just an injunction saying you cannot enforce this mandate on these medical workers until we have a hearing to determine the rel the relevance and the value of the constitutional attack here. Because remember, the Supreme Court has said that if there's an undue hardship, then they don't have to recognize your rights. And so why this is going to be really, really important is because we're going to see, at least from this federal district, uh, a, a preliminary kind of shot across the bow on which way these religious exemptions and the defining of undue hardship goes. So be on the lookout. There will be a Supreme Court case. Uh, I, I guarantee you, before we're through with this, there will be a Supreme Court case on this, and we'll get to see how our Supreme Court justices um, deal with this. That's going to be very interesting. Just a note on the California recall election. Uh, here is how. Oh, Atlantic. Here's how the uh, here's how it's framed by the CFR deep state. Uh, <laughs> the Atlantic says and remember these are republicans right these are these are the atlantic is a republican they're 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 so-called conservatives no this way is, i i thought they were like total leftists no, no, the, is, the no, articles no, no, that have come out of there not. lately have been no, just these are deep state nuts deep state globalist cfr conservative types so they say the California recalls warning for democracy. Governor Gavin Newsom will remain in office, but GOP attempts to undermine elections aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Under, undermine elections. Right. Because the only people, because, oh, well, this is like very Orwellian, right? Truth is lie. Yeah, flip the script. And holding, uh, you know, making sure that elections are verified is um you know that's that's a bad thing you're denying people their vote by ensuring that the elections are valid mm -hmm. i popped this up here for you jc i thought you would enjoy this yeah i saw that did you see that mm -hmm. yeah so this is aoc aoc has a dress that cost over a thousand dollars to attend the gala in which the ticket is thirty thousand dollars. If you buy a table, it's two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. And she has the audacity to show up at an event like that with a dress that says tax the rich. Check that out, man. Seriously? Mm -hmm. I want to know, and look, they're all smiling at her. Oh, this is awesome. I want to get my picture with her. Um, what are these? Are these people what, what, crippled too high for crutches? They're just the dumbest people I've met. I want to get my picture. You paid thirty thousand dollars for a dinner ticket i guarantee you a thousand dollars jc is the cheapest dress there that night I, yeah i was thinking for as far as designer dresses go thousand dollars is is cheap yeah uh, i don't know maybe tickets, benny benny hasn't been dollar ticket yeah is pretty expensive no. two hundred seventy-five thousand. benny for a full table benny probably hasn't even you know he hasn't done much designer dress shopping so I can tell you that I went to an outlet store and found a cow, a, a, a Ralph Lauren. Remember that Ralph Lauren yeah. dress that I found that was $2,500. Right. And that was just a black 
yeah, dress. All, all, all that's beside the point. I, it, you know, obviously, your average American is not paying a thousand dollars for their dress. Yes, regardless. I'm just saying in the context of designer. No, dresses, that's the that's cheapest dress. The low end, but if uh, she paid a thousand dollars for that dress, which I highly doubt. But thirty thousand dollars to get in, uh, that's that's pretty significant. That for a lot of people, in fact, I don't think that the average salary in America is much higher than that. Yeah. So well, the average salary is certainly not two hundred seventy-five thousand no, dollars for a table. Dollars for is. For some people, is their yearly salary right? For the people in the that she represents, and she's, and she's dropping that just to go to this gala, mm -hmm. and then while there, complaining about those who have money, tax the rich, and lecturing America on the evils of wealth and riches. I just, JC, I really want to know what. I mean, let me be clear. If you have $30,000, you want to pay that to go to the thing, knock yourself out. Knock yourself out. But, but don't don't lecture me right. about wealth when you're doing that. But that's my point. Because 99.9% .9 of the people in America can't do that. So my point is, from the people who were there, who paid $30,000 for a single ticket, who paid $275,000 for a table, who paid probably 10 times $1,000 for their dress, not to mention the jewels and whatever else they wore. What goes through your mind when you see that at an event like this? I mean, do you actually think I'm a flipping idiot? Do you, do you think that? Who the people following her? The, the do people they think that about the, themselves? Yes. Do do are they so ignorant? Are they so stupid? Because I don't use that I word stupid very often. Are they so stupid that they don't even recognize the irony of no, that? They no. Would you like me you to You think explain? they really don't see that? I can tell you the reaction. Please. Uh Please, because I'm just it's flabbergasted. One, it's one of ours getting what we deserve. It's all that is, I promise you, follow it, go watch all the comments. So when you see, take for instance, Patrice Cullors, one of the three founders of, of Black Lives Matter, and the story came out about the millions of dollars she spent on her new mansion. Mm hmm. That's the reaction. Okay. So they don't look at it as, All right. oh, this person's a liar and a hypocrite. She was conning us, taking us for a ride. They say, oh, you know, shut up. She deserves it. Y'all white people are just mad because now she's getting hers. That's okay. the reaction. So that, that's how they'll react with AOC. But you're, I'm talking just, about like these people. These people mad. who are not brown. No, they're all brainwashed just like her. They're all tools. They don't. I mean, they're part. They're all part of the part of the propaganda and the theater, the Kabuki theater themselves. So everybody's playing their role, and they're not going to get mad at her. She's playing their role. She's playing her role, and they're glad about it. I, you know, but maybe. That's, but that's how the average, the average useful idiot on the street has been brainwashed to react to something like that. So when you when you're talking, if you're talking about, you know, the regular people, you can go to all these stories. Uh, on you know on the news sites or whatever, go down, scroll down to the comments, or go to Twitter and see see the reactions uh, about that when people point out the hypocrisy, and that's how they react. Shut up, you're just mad because because finally we're breaking we're breaking through, and you're just mad because we're getting some of your stuff. That that's that's how they talk about this. So they're not going to look the useful idiots that are fans. Of AOC, her big her following of her minions, they are not. This is not going to strike them as hypocritical. They will not be upset with this in any way whatsoever. This this is how. Uh, Do they not have they that? Used, they uh -huh. used. Okay. No. That uh, wait, I'm telling wait. you, the it's not. They the don't have that moment. Wait a minute. Uh, psychological uh, characteristics is tribalism. The power of tribalism they have made these people so identify with a tribe the brown skin tribe or whatever that it overrides reason so it's 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 it is 
over-the-top loyalty to the member of your tribe. This is, an, this is just a natural psychological reaction that these people leverage. And so they have so conditioned I'm them just, to the power I'm just like, tribe. This is their reaction. I paid, I am here. I paid $30,000 for this dinner. Tax the rich, tax the rich, tax the No, because the, well, that's well, how wait, she got it. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that person. You know, I'm that person. But that's how Tax they get me. <laughs> but that's the message. I mean, she's basically the message that she's transmitting to the useful idiots out there. With here she is dropping 30 G's on the ticket. Dinner. Dinner. Wearing her designer dress. And Dinner. so then the message tax the rich. How the useful idiots interpret that is this is how I got to be here. I'm taking from the rich. And so they go, yeah, tax the, tax the rich because then we can take from the rich and I get me a $30,000 dinner and I get me a $1,000 dress. So that's that's how these folks consume that message. So that's why they're never, we, here's the thing, guys. Let me say this again. You hear me say this often. One of the biggest problems that conservative ha conservatives have <clears throat> is thinking that people think like you. They don't. And so we cannot wrap our brain around a brain around it. The mm -hmm. obvious thing to us is that normal people should recognize the hypocrisy, but they don't. We don't see that. You don't think that way out there because you're not conditioned in that way. They are. And so it takes it takes something more to break through to those folks to get them out of the brainwashing that they've been subjected to. Right. And, and if you so and this is this is the value. This is one of the values of like I've told people if I'm when I'm on Twitter, uh, I follow BLM, I follow DSA, I follow Antifa, I follow all that stuff. So know thy enemy as thy, that thyself. This is one of the things that is informative. If you look at how they react, listen to how they react. It's the only way you're going to understand what's happening here, uh, because they don't think like you. They don't react like you. Right. Right. Well, this is an interesting headline, JC, that I wanted to talk about. Remember, we are a teach show and not a talk show. And I didn't know if people saw this. This actually came through the spending bill. Uh, you know, as these spending bills are so voluminous over time, we start beginning to figure out what actually happened. Thank you, Sarah. But now we're going to have non-citizen illegal immigrants working as congressional staffers being paid with your tax dollars. And that uh, was okay with Congress. Problem is, this violates 8 U.S.C. 1324 and 8 U.S.C. 1611, both of which say that it is a, that it is a federal felony offense to hire someone who is not in this country legally and you are subject to prison time and up to $10,000 in fines per hire. So if the farmer down the road gets caught staffing people who are not in this country through proper uh, immigration law channels, the farmer gets dinged $10,000 per worker. But now the, Demo the House Democrats, who uh, the Republicans didn't vote for this, the House Democrats actually voted this in uh, as part of the massive budget, legislative budget, uh, to include language to permit un- documented citizen non-citizens from having jobs contrary to federal law and so not only did they pass a 21 percent increase in our uh, size of government when they tell you they basically when they tell you that they have cr increased the budget by 21 percent what they're telling you is they have increased the size of government by 21%.
Yeah. So and that is going to include hiring people who are not legally in America, contrary to 8 U.S.C. 1324 and 8 U.S.C. 1611. Someone asked what verse is that? I assume you're referring to when I said, uh, know thy enemy as thyself. I believe that was a, a Greek or Roman philosopher, Greek philosopher that said that. Sun Tzu. But, uh, it's Sun Tzu. No, I don't think so. Um, but the, the Bible verses... Uh, some Bible verses that say that second Corinthians chapter two and verse 11, lest Satan should get an advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices. And there are, you know, there are some others be sober minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil prowls or goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may, he may uh, devour. So many, uh, many verses that talk about, you know, knowing the tactics of the enemy. So then here's the question. What is the advantage to the enemy of having all of these people who are non-citizens working in the halls of government? Now, look at their job, JC. They are who? They are the staffers. Mm-hmm. We have been trying, we, we have been explaining to people for years now that the staffers are the ones who run the office. Right. The staffers are the ones who uh, work with the uh, special yes. interest groups yes. and the NGOs to Correct. create legislation. Yeah, so they're the go betweens. The, the, the NGOs, like Pride's Foundation, for instance, that uh, created the Obamacare, the ACA legislation. Uh, so they would, you know, they would pass, they pass, the, the, the NGOs pass this, their marching orders mm -hmm. uh, to the staffers. And then the staffers take that and tell your, leg your elected legislators what to do. So this is very, very key. These are key positions. Uh, most of the people, I tell our students this all the time, most of the people running the government are, are not people that you elect. They're not people typically that you know the names of. Right. Um, because when people leave office, how often people, maybe, maybe our audience doesn't know this when someone is not, when leaves office, not elected or, or overturned or whatever, uh, the staffers stay behind. Yeah. They will swap staffers. And again, that's the intermediate level, you know, then you have, you have that level. Then you have, like I said, the NGOs outside mm -hmm. of that, uh, that, that are, you know, pushing, or putting the legislation together and, and sending the, you know, the, the marching orders in there. And then that comes from even other organizations, you know, bigger, higher up organizations. So, so you're going to have people from Venezuela create working with yeah, staffers. And the thing about that, the thing about the illegal immigrants working as congressional staffers is that you bring, you, you bring in people who are part of a culture who has an affinity toward the socialist system. Right. So they, and, and obviously do not have a loyalty to, uh, you know, American values or uh, let's say American creedalism, you know, so the, the, the kind of traditional beliefs that we would hold as well, Americans, maybe it's they, important. They don't have an affinity to that. Maybe so it's that's why they use these folks. Maybe it's important for me to just, let you know explain to people why it's important uh why citizenship is important to begin with because maybe some people are like so what who cares about citizenship citizenship uh in america requires that you turn away from your birth government from the laws and you pledge your allegiance to america but you also then voluntarily submit yourself to the contract of the Constitution, right. right? Because the Constitution is a matter of consent. And when you ask anybody who has become a citizen, when you have to go through the channels to become a citizen, you have to take a test. People who are naturalized actually have a better understanding or at least a better knowledge about the constitution than people were born in America. Yeah, that's true. Because, that, that's often very true. Because the citizenship process is a turning away from a former 
allegiance and picking up a new allegiance and declaring you are going to be in consent to the Constitution. You will take an oath as a new citizen to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. So if well, you are the- working in government <coughs> and you are not a citizen, you are not here by birth subject to the Constitution. And you are not here by allegiance subject to the Constitution. These people have absolutely no loyalty and, by the way, no legal binding to the Constitution at all. Yeah, all that's typically dictated by where they're coming from and, you know, what they're experiencing in that country. So when you talk about several generations ago or a generation ago, people fleeing Cuba, people fleeing countries in Central America and and, uh, particularly Eastern Europe. You know, you had people who were anti-communist, anti-socialist, and it would make a difference for those who came here. Now, you know, unless unless it's an area under, you know, obvious oppression by some communist dictator or whatever, uh, typically today you have people immigrating from socialist countries Mm-hmm. who are happy with the socialism, you know, mm-hmm. they, or they don't connect their suffering with, with the system. They don't see their suffering as, as a product of the system. And so right. you have people coming here. Many of the immigrants come here uh, again, you know, bringing, uh, bringing their loyalties, not so much to another country, but to another system, to an ideology, to another economic system and another political system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, obviously, you know, all of the the Democrat and uh, Marxist organizations are waiting here, arms open to plug them, plug them right in. Now, as far as the influx of the immigrants, clearly, you know, building the wall is not stopping that. And but we don't we don't do uh, we're not doing anything standing around wringing our hands. Uh, I it, I would love these border areas to have, I mean, just like you have the Marxists receiving all of these folks, it sure would be nice if there were some Liberty loving organizations that would, would have an outreach to these people when they're coming in to say, Hey, yeah, absolutely. Here, here's what, here's what has made America uh, great. Here's where America's prosperity comes from. Here's where America's Liberty comes from here. Right. Here's something, read this. Here's a, here's a, you know, a gathering we're going to have and, you know, have somebody teach these things. So, you know, it would be great if we were intercepting these folks and, uh, you know, teaching them before they get brainwashed by the left and plugged into into the Marxist army. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the last story I was just going to bounce on today was just something that I wanted to point out because on Monday, which the show is gone from YouTube, but it's still on it's still on um, all the other channels. So it's still there. Uh, Portland was going to declare trade and travel ban against Texas based on their uh, pro-life bill. Yeah, great. Um, well, they've since then started to backpedal. But I wanted yes. to, right, of course, because don't do business with Texas. What are you going <laughs> to, What? let's see. Can you count on your hand the number of things that you will do without if you do not do trade with Texas? Eat a big one, oil. Natural gas, you know, let's not talk about cows, (laughs) whatever. Anyway, I just wanted to mention this because it's interesting how the left, uh, especially in Oregon, has criticized me for standing for states' rights and standing for that sort of thing. Suddenly they believe it. And suddenly now... Uh, Oregon believes in state rights and the authority of the state to refuse to do commerce with states that they think are violating the law. So it's just very interesting. Um, Like I said on Monday, uh, eventually they will all come on board with us. You will either be a slave or you will declare your state is sovereign and the union is built of sovereign states and you have the sovereign authority to choose. Uh, that that will be 
the, the outcome. You will either be a colony, a slave in a colony, or you will be a freeman in a sovereign state. But it's just interesting, once again, not only are the Republicans coming around, but apparently so are the leftists. Yeah. Well, I still get the sense that they're losing their grip. I was thinking of this, the censorship and all of that stuff. I, I, I still get this sense that they're failing. Yes. Uh, that that they're losing this battle slowly but surely. Yes. And so I, I just, you know, we we see a lot of little victories and little things like that and, uh, you know, things that are encouraging, but still some bumpy days left ahead, I think. But it, the good it, news is, is feel, that it feels like they're losing. Yeah, because the more bold and brazen they are, and I believe that Newsom's going to get unleashed he's going to feel unleashed and politicians in california are going to feel unleashed but the more radical they get the more they're exposed and the more rules they make the more rebels they make yeah and so this is the good news uh it's it's the good news is it's going to get worse well, i think and because we're all standing up and we're fighting so that's what's really important well ultimately my hope is not in this system nope. uh, my hope is anchored within the veil Jesus won, and therefore I have the victory. But I believe wholeheartedly in standing and being a good steward for the gifts that he's given us while we wait. And so um, we'll keep fighting, keep standing. Ultimately, we have the victory. But I think in the natural, I, I see them losing. I see them failing. I, I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm kind of excited about the midterms as they get closer to see, uh, to see how that's going to peak, like what's going to happen. Um, and, and I pray for all the political prisoners that they're trying to use to, uh, silence and intimidate the rest of us. So I pray that those, uh, those folks would see justice. I would like to, um, say to everybody out there, liking, sharing, commenting are going to be more important now than ever while we are in YouTube jail. So we would ask you, humbly implore you to like and share and help us spread the truth because I think in many aspects, not from an arrogance, but from a factual basis, you're not hearing what we're telling you from anybody else. And so don't forget noncompliantmovie.com. And hey, this is our anniversary weekend, <laughs> by the way. Our anniversary happy, weekend. Happy anniversary to us and birthday weekend. Yeah. So September 19th. Yeah, is my birthday is September nineteenth. September twenty first for me. I'll I will turn ninety seven this year, and uh, <laughs> it's great. I feel good. And our twenty fifth silver wedding anniversary. JC weekend. is whisking me away. He did all of this planning without me, and uh, so I was like, I didn't even know what we were going to do. And then JC told me where we were going, and that I was not allowed to work this weekend so do not text me do not call me chrisanne is not working this weekend thank you michelle as a matter of fact jc i didn't tell you this but our pastor said that i am in trouble with him if we work if if either of us works this weekend so <laughs> so even our pastor is like that so this is our birth anniversary weekend and uh what are we having a show on friday jc yeah we'll have a show we're having a show on Friday. We'll, we'll pre-record or something. We'll do yeah. a pre-record. We'll do a pre-record. So uh, we just special, want to let you know. Special 97th birthday show for JC. JC. Chrisanne is not 97. Yep. Going to miss the Alabama-Florida game. Uh, no, that's not work, bro. That's not work. We're going to work that in. <laughs> I promise you that. It'll just be from in some nice surroundings. In a, in, in a different surroundings. We'll we have nice it. surroundings here at the house. Yeah. So. So thank you guys for your birthday and anniversary wishes. Uh, we're just, we're really blessed by your love and support all the time. And that's why we always want to be supportive of you. And we always want to be encouraging of you. And that's why we're a teach show and not a talk show. We don't want to be the guys that just give you all the same old garbage that is out there, you know, for you to consume. Uh, we are not McDonald's. We're not Burger King. Um, and we're not Dunkin' Donuts. If we're going to be donuts, we're Krispy Kreme. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Did you like today's show? See you guys on Friday. If you liked today's show, please leave your comment. But if you like today's show, make sure that you also share and tell other people about that. Make sure when you're sharing, go ahead and text them a link, but give them something that you found important in today's show so that they will connect with it too. I feel like I want to start doing a segment on the cabal. On the cabal? Let's have a little segment, series of segments on the cabal. On the cabal. We can talk about Rockefeller and oh, Carnegie yeah. and That's awesome. Cecil Rhodes and the Society of the Elect. Sure. All that good stuff. Give us your emoji hand wave if you think that we should yeah. do a series on that out there. Yeah, we well, don't, we don't talk much about that stuff, but uh, I think that'd be fun. I think it would be fun just for a change because I'm tired of talking about vaccines. So God bless you guys. And don't forget to like and share. We will see you on Friday. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged one person will stand up upon a single person and then everybody else will stand a gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs a tampa bay pastor has been arrested sentenced to a week in she jail she also and tore up a cease and desist letter we have a posterity waiting for us to say we will not comply so you will be free We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we?